Welcome to Rise Above Your Mind, a podcast dedicated to education, advocacy, and support for topics related to mental health and all challenges and obstacles that are found in the world today. Welcome back to another episode of Rise Above Your Mind. Today, I am joined by Madison Leslie. If you just want to introduce yourself real quick. Hi, I'm Madison. A lot of people call me Mads. I go to Franklin Pierce University, and I'm a senior defender on the women's lacrosse team. I'm also a campus captain for a hidden opponent on my campus. I'm a SAC representative and a body positive and confidence advocate. I share a lot of my insecurities and struggles to relate to young people to help find confidence. Awesome. So happy to have you today. Super excited for this episode to talk about some important topics related to body image, especially related around social media and athletics. So we're just going to dive right in and talk about Time to Shake Your Beauty, which is an amazing brand that was created by Mads. And I'm just going to let you kind of talk about what inspired you to start that brand and the importance of sharing your message and everything that you do. So take us away. Thank you. Uh, I created hashtag time to shake your beauty because it's all about embracing your insecurities and your self-love journey to being a confidence boss. There are a lot of reasons in this world that force us to look at our bodies. High school was a big one for me. I was always trying to fit in, you know, as, as was everyone else. And among my group of friends, and I'm sure with a lot of other groups of friends that a main topic of conversation was how you looked and looking around and seeing my friends and young people I knew and loved ones talking negatively about their bodies and their appearance. It really upset me. So this constant dialogue in my mind was extremely similar and I would never say those words to anyone else. And I first posted about these insecurities and struggles back in 2019 and I had an overwhelming response. I knew, I always knew that I wasn't the only one that struggled with these sorts of things, but having people reach out to me and seeing people say that they're going through the same things made me feel not as alone. And that's why I created Time to Shake Your Beauty because I wanted it to be a place where people can share their own stories and learn their own path of self-love. and. I share my own insecurities and struggles on my page and other social media platforms and just speaking with people candidly because I want to help young people find confidence, love, strength within themselves. And as a collegiate athlete and a pageant winner, I've dealt with many of my own body image issues and lack of confidence. So that's why I created Time to Shake Your Beauty and I am excited to see what else comes from it. Yeah, and I remember the first time that I heard time to shake your beauty was it was on a tho zoom call i think it was just one of like the first ones of the year when uh victoria garrett came and like just did like a q a with all of the the campus captains and i remember you i can't remember if you had like asked a question or said something and then you kind of just mentioned that you had created this and like the hashtag and people were talking about body image and whatnot and i remember in the middle of the zoom call, I pulled out my phone and I like looked you up and I followed the, the like hashtag on Instagram and all that. And I was like, this, we need more of this. We need more promoting body image. And that's, I mean, that's like what Victoria is all about. She's all about, you know, like the real post, the real pod, like how can we create these authentic conversations 
and just learning to love yourself, learning to say, Hey, I have a unique body. I love it no matter what. And for me personally, that's, that's always been a challenge. Like you said, with athletics, where athletics kind of pushes us to the point where we, we feel like we have to have this perfect body. We have to look skinny or we have to look strong. We have to be shaped this specific way. Otherwise coaches aren't going to play us. Otherwise teammates aren't going to think that, you know, we're committed and it's just, it's become such a negative connotation around body image and athletics that I think the more that we can really push that and spread that kind of concept of positive body image, the greater that things are going to progress. And so I just kind of want to ask you in relation to that, how does like being an athlete, how do athletics affect body image? Obviously, this is something that you do a lot of work with. And then also, if you want to build off of that with social media and how social media has affected body image. Yeah. Being an athlete, I've had struggles for sure. And I was always caught up with the being in shape mindset, the shape of my body. And a successful athlete does not depend on how ripped you look. If you can perform, have a mind for the game and the determination, that's what makes a successful athlete. Like I'm constantly lifting, running and playing lacrosse, wall wall, the whole thing. And I have stomach rolls when I do abs. I have cellulite and stretch marks. And even arguably the best athlete, Serena Williams has cellulite. Does that affect our performance? No, no, it doesn't. Exactly. And I think we get caught up in the idea that we have to fit this mold of being ripped to be athletic, but that's just not true. It's about how your body feels, how you're performing on the field or the court and how you're doing mentally. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think that like you just said, like what I was just talking about also, like we get latched onto that, that idea that we have to fit that shape. Like coaches are like, you have to be in shape at the beginning of the season. And I think it's a big issue with coaching and athletics as well, that we need to kind of push away from that, that stereotype that athletes have to be in this perfect condition because you see, like you just said with Serena Williams and with tons of athletes where people will be like, Oh, they put on weight in the off season or, Oh, they did this during their match and we could see their like stomach rolls and stuff like that. And it's like, they're human beings like that they're allowed to eat how they want to. They're allowed to take days off. Like nobody's perfect. And I think that's just so like detrimental to that athlete mindset. I completely agree. And it's all just completely unattainable to be the whole no days off. The grind never stops. Like Victoria Garrick talks a lot about that. And I just think that putting yourself in that mindset can be detrimental to your mental health. And when you're not mentally okay, then you're not going to perform to the best of your ability. So it goes hand in hand. And with being everything being unattainable, media is a constant force on that. Like I started following Victoria Garrick a little over a year ago, I think. And she has completely changed how I see social media and Mick Zazon as well. I don't know if you listen to Victoria's new podcast, but I was listening to that one. But I've been following her for a while as well. And we have to be careful what we're consuming on social media. I mean, insecurities are taught. And I talk a lot about that on my page because as children, we run and we play in the sand without a care in the world, like when you're at the beach. And as we grow older, media displays these images that are complainable. 
These go from making models that are photoshopped, the ads, the pictures on your feed that take hours to pose and for workouts and diets and everything. Insecurities are something that is learned through images that we are constantly flooded with. And uh, I always bring up this uh, instance because during quarantine, everyone's doing the Chloe Ting workouts because there's a big fab on TikTok. So of course I joined the fab of the Chloe Ting workouts and I heard of the dips. Have you, have you ever heard of those? Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't like you said, it wasn't something I'd ever heard of until probably the last two years, maybe even just the last year. Um, cause you know, you're that you don't think about those kind of things. And then you go on social media and people talk about stuff like that. Exactly. I never even heard of those until I was literally in the middle of the workout and I heard her say, Oh, we're going to fix those hip dips ladies or something like that. And I was completely caught off guard, instantly insecure because I realized, Oh, things that everybody wants to change. And so let's try to get rid of those flaws. Like that was the instant mindset that came into my mind. And then I realized that there is a purpose to these ads. There's a purpose to these phrases. It's a cycle that we need to break because it's just a way to profit off of our insecurities. Like I always try to post on social media, the Insta versus reality or the background pictures or when I'm struggling in the moment because social media is fake, ads are fake. It's all a highlight reel. And like, that's totally okay. But you have to step back and realize that there's absolutely nothing you need to compare yourself to. I love the Kurt Cobain quote, wanting to be someone else is a waste of the person you are. And I think that's really important to keep in mind when you're looking at social media and when you're on the field as well, because you have something that only you can offer. When you're being recruited, they're seeing you for the person you are, the teammate you are, how you're performing on the field, your mindset, you're willing to work. You bring something different to the team. And that's what you should be focusing on. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think for me, I've always had those issues where I've always felt like I wasn't in, you know, that in shape to be a soccer player. And because it requires a lot of running and you have to have endurance and you have to be strong and all of these things. And I would try to lose weight, get skinnier, but then I would lose my strength and I wouldn't be able to hold off the ball as well. And so it was kind of like, I was always stuck in this middle ground where I was like, I feel like I have to fit this perfect mold, but it's actually better for me to be a little bit heavier and stronger so that I can play the way that I want to play better. And so once I, and I never really like I've, I've always had issues with, you know, having a negative body image of myself and struggling through those kind of, oh, I have to fix all my flaws until I joined the hidden opponent last year. And until I got on those calls with Vic and I got invested in brands like yours and who are continuing to spread the image. I'm doing another episode with uh, Kelsey Isman, who is another THO campus captain who recently started her own page about self-love and learning to kind of appreciate the things that you have and not want to change everything in your life. And those kind of things, just embracing that content, seeing there's two sides to social media. Like you said, like, yeah, there's this part of social media out there where everything is edited and there's the ads and the brands that are like, you need to be perfect. But there's also a growing side of social media that, you know, aligns with your brand and what you put out where 
people are like, let's take a step back and, and really think about what we're doing. It is detrimental to mental health. I mean, if, if you're struggling with body image, then you're going to get down on yourself and that's going to cause you other issues in your life that are unrelated to that initial topic. And I think that's the biggest thing is seeing that connection because athletes struggle with mental health enough as it is. They put pressure on themselves. They overwork themselves. They try and balance 18 things at one time. And then on top of recognize how busy a collegiate athlete schedule, it truly is. Even on days where I am like, Oh, I don't have, you know, like even on, if it's like a day where I don't have to lift or like, I just have practice. I still have to like look over film, do review. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I've got my classes. And then for me personally, I'm involved in like four different organizations on campus, plus like three off campus doing the podcast working, working with THO, interning, like even on days where I look at my schedule, I'm like, oh, this isn't too bad. I end up doing stuff all day long and going through all of that. And then still looking down on yourself and being like, oh, I don't like my body. It's just going to keep those struggles building and building. And that's why, like you say, you know, time to shake your beauty, time to embrace as people, as athletes, as students, as human beings, and just say, I'm me. And that's, that's all that I need to be. And that's, that's okay. Why, that's why I use my catchphrase. You got it because it's, you got to go get it. It's time to shake your beauty. You got it because you have everything you need inside of you to succeed. Go get it. You're the only one that can write your story. You're in control of your life. So you go after what you want and it's time to shake your beauty. It's, it's time to show people who you are really trust the person <laughs> that you truly are, because that's, what's important. No, absolutely. And I think like I said, when it comes to like the social media aspect, continuing that movement, continuing, like seeing people like, I know Vic has done a lot of posts where she's like, Hey, here's a picture I posted four years ago that was edited. I like self tanned. I put on makeup. I did like all of these things. Like I, I like edited the photo down. I changed the filters and all that. And then she's like, and here's the original. And like, this is how, you know, corrupt social media can be and i actually i saw you just recently posted one where it was pictures that you had taken um out on the lake or the beach or something and you were like hey here's the picture and then here's what happened when i put it in the editing software and like the drastic difference like and that and people people see you know the edited stuff like oh i have to look like that Sometimes you see ads and it's literally physically impossible to look that way. They don't even look (laughs) (laughs) exactly like we're like people are trying to encapsulate the look of someone that doesn't even look that way. And it sounds so crazy, but that's just the point that we've come to. And it's just so unfortunate to see yeah, the models don't even look like that. And do you know how hard it is to take photos like that? That takes hours of posing and makeup and all that jazz. And Oh, it's just, I mean, so hard. Yeah, I've, I've always had, like, if you look at my Instagram, I probably post like three times a year and mm-hmm. it's like, it's like the randomest events. Like, it'll just be like, like there's some big, like I posted when I started the podcast, I posted when I got nominated for national sack and the NCAA position and all of that. But like, I don't normally put pictures of me. I don't really post like just, you know, like, oh, casual, like here's some pictures from my last week or stuff like that, because I've always had this issue where I'm like, oh, I like my social media page needs to be perfect. Like, I don't want there to just be all these random pictures and oh, I look bad in that picture. So I'm just not going to post it. And 
getting out of that mindset for me has been such a struggle, but I've finally gotten to the point where, and this, this is a little bit inspired by Colin Johnson, who's another THO canvas captain where he, he, there was a couple of weeks where he literally was just posting like pictures, like he didn't care what was going on. He just kept hashtagging it, make Instagram casual again. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Colin's got this figured out because social media has become this like pristine, like I, I have to post when something happens. I have to post when, you know, I'm going out for this event and I look all fancied up and stuff like that. But like, that's not what people's lives are like. Like the only, if you look at my Instagram page, you see like when I traveled abroad and when I am doing like things through the organization I'm a part of, but you don't see like going on a family trip to my family's farm out in Nebraska. You don't see, you know, me playing sports all day and me working out and me involved in all these things because I've always like felt like I couldn't share that stuff. And I think that's something that I personally need to work on just being more like, Hey, this is who I am. I'm going to embrace it. But that's, you know, another thing that social media has done. Right. And I, even as someone that posts pretty constantly, I mean, that's part of my major and all that. I'm a communications major. So I'm working on branding and branding myself. And even as someone that constantly posts, that is only a portion of my life. You don't see everything else that's going on behind closed doors. And I try to post a few things that are just to mention, hey, this is still a highlight reel. Even though I'm posting me crying in the bathroom, this is still a highlight reel. <laughs> and I think it's important with photos too, like you said, that you're so consumed with the idea that has to be perfect. And I think this goes for any photos when you're taking pictures of family and friends and you're like, oh, don't, can you delete that picture? Like, I hate that or whatever that may be. I think it's so important to take a second and look at these pictures as a memory. That's something that I've been trying to work on is that, oh, I might not like that picture of me laughing because my nose looks really big or whatever it is, but I'm very happy in that picture. I am effortlessly happy with the people I'm with. And I want to remember those moments. And if you're constantly criticizing yourself in every single photo, you're going to have zero memories one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. And that's, that's one thing I realized when I took, so like summer 2019, I was fortunate enough, uh, very fortunate because we got it in before COVID ended up hitting. But my dad and I traveled for three weeks to Europe and we did like a little backpacking tour of Central oh, Europe. Wow. And I got done and I looked at my camera and I realized I had so many pictures that I had taken of other things and almost no pictures of like me and my dad just like enjoying stuff. And fortunately enough, my dad is the kind of person who takes selfies every three seconds and is like, here, here's a 600 photo album of the last three weeks that I'm going to post on my Facebook page <laughs> because love he that. loves to just photograph everything. And fortunately enough, you know, he, he took a bunch of pictures of the two of us together and stuff like that. So I do have those memories still. But I just realized I was like, I didn't like take pictures of me like at the Eiffel Tower. I just took a picture of the Eiffel Tower. But like, you can find a picture of the Eiffel Tower on <laughs> Google. You can't find a picture of me at the top of the Eiffel Tower on Google. So, you know, exactly. it's like those kind of just like little things that I wasn't thinking about. But then, you know, now that I've gotten more into this idea of promoting positive body image and stuff like that, I realized just how many of those things have been wired into my brain, but like weren't taught. Like I, I wasn't like explicitly like, oh, I can't take a picture of myself. It was just I got so used to the concept of not photographing myself 
that it became a subconscious thing. And I think that's really another big struggle with like social media and athletics is that we get these things wired into our brains and then they're subconscious and we're not even thinking about, Oh, I don't like my body. It's just like, it's there in the back of your head and it's always there. And you just, you need to actually like accept it and realize it before you can start to make, you know, those changes and really try and get to that point where you're promoting that body. I think that's where positive self-talk comes into play that you're rewiring that part of your brain because it is true your subconscious is the navigator in your brain that you even though you're not conscious of it that is what is propelling you so you need to change that and really make a constant effort in changing that and choosing to change it so that's why I do a lot of affirmations on my page because I think it's really important to speak out loud and say those things to yourself. And I just read a study recently. Um, I believe it was from a psychologist from the University of Michigan. And he was saying that you should be using your name when you're saying your affirmation because it's putting you in that third person perspective and it's putting you in like a fly on the wall distancing yourself so when you're looking in the mirror I always have like some casual affirmations like I am loved I am strong I am confident like those are like my three go-to and to change that to say your name in it so like Mads you are strong Mads you are loved Mads you are confident because it puts you it makes you take a second and your brain can't distinguish between reality and imaginary. If you're saying it to yourself, your brain can't distinguish whether it's coming from someone else or not. And if someone's constantly complimenting you on something, you're going to begin to believe it. You're going to, if someone's always saying, Oh my gosh, Mads, you have a great smile, whatever it is. And if someone keeps saying that, you're, I'm going to start to believe it. And if you keep telling yourself that your brain's not going to distinguish whether someone else is giving you that compliment or you are, and it's going to help you grow to be the best version of yourself. Absolutely. And another thing that kind of builds off of that in terms of those self affirmations and that like third person perspective is surrounding yourself with people who want to see you succeed. Mm-hmm. The more like social media accounts that I have followed, like your page, like Victoria, like accounts that are promoting this positive self-talk, this positive body image, the more it comes up on my feed and the more that I've personally become better about like judging myself and my body image because I see it and I'm like, oh, you know what? If I, if I wake up today and I see myself in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, I just, I just don't like it. Maddie's going to be upset with me. Mads is going to be like, no, Mads is going to be over there. Like, no, 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 no. You're good enough. You're, you're confident. You're loved. And you know, just like stuff like that, like thinking about the people that I have in my life through the hidden opponent, especially like the interns, like I said earlier, like Kelsey, Colin, Leanne, they're all people that I talk to all the time. Whenever, you know, I'm like having these, these issues where I'm like, struggling with my mental health or like with body image where I'm like, yeah, I just don't feel like I'm going to be in shape for the season. And having those people in my life that will look at me and be like, no, don't even go there. Don't, don't think about it like that. Amazing community. Absolutely. And, and it's those connections and it's, it's getting connected with the right resources and just promoting that. 
And I'm sure you even have a bigger community since you're, you know, you have your brand, you have kind of your, your hashtag, your whole thing that you're about just like surrounding yourself with people who care about you and want you to understand your worth. It's just so like freeing. Yeah. And your environment is so important. And I talk a lot about BYOB, be your own best friend. Like if you wouldn't say it to your best friend, then don't say it to yourself. And I came up with this analogy at school and started really implementing it, especially with my friends and my roommates. And oh my gosh, it's so funny to see them sometimes because I'll have those bad days. Everyone has those bad days. And there'll be a few times that I'll be like, oh my gosh, I look disgusting today or da 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 whatever it is. And my roommate will look at me and be like, hold up. Would you say that to me? <laughs> I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Take no. a step back, Mads. Let's, let's <laughs> yeah. think about what you're saying. They're like, if I was saying this right now, you would be all up in my business telling me that that's just not true, that you need to cut it out. Da, da, da. She's like, so you need to do the same thing for yourself. I'm like, all right. Okay. I get it. Like, all right, let's take it. Let's take a step back. Let's take a step back and breathe. All right. No, that's, that's, and I like, we laugh about it. We joke about it, but like, those things are so important. Like I've had days where I'm literally just like, wake up and I'm like, I'm not motivated. I don't want to do anything. I, I don't like my body. My mental health is bad. And I'll literally like be on the phone with one of my friends, like on FaceTime or just texting. And they'll be like, no, get up you know, make breakfast, brush your teeth, put your contacts in, like just do, do the bare minimum. And once you start there, then you'll have that motivation to keep going. And so just having someone that just looks at you and says, Hey, you're good enough. Like what you, like, like you just said, BYOB, like if, if my best friend looked at me and, and if I said something, if she looked at me and said the same thing to me, I would be like, Oh wow. Why would you say that? And so, you know, getting in that mentality of, well, why would you say that to yourself? Mm. And it's just, man, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to use that one. BYOB, (laughs) be your own best friend. I mean, BYOB has many, has many meanings, but I think, I think that's probably the (laughs) best. I use it as that. It's catchy. So it's funny because then it will get people thinking. They're like, wait a minute. Hold up. Gotta be, gotta be careful. Can't be like, can't be like, Hey, co-men's soccer team. We gotta, we gotta BYOB. And they'll be like, what? We're having a, we're having a having a team party or something what's going on so no i love it though i love it and it's i think those catchphrases the like those catchphrases like byob like time to shake your own beauty stuff like that um like vix like real post real pod like just being authentic those kind of short little things are are so great to have because you can kind of rely back to them in an instant where you're like oh you know what I'm having a rough day. I'm talking bad about myself. BYOB. It's right there. You think about yeah. it. You're like, yep, I got to be my own best friend. Can't think about this. Like, it's just the simple things. Mm-hmm. For sure. So I want to break away from that a little bit and just talk about some of the amazing things that you have done. Recently started a live series of mm-hmm. called She Is Talking. Um, obviously, your page is She Is Mad. So it's a nice little... Nice little breakaway from that there, but <laughs> you also have your music with another blonde and, you know, working with THO and just kind of all of the the things that you've done. I don't know if you just kind of want to dive into, obviously we talked earlier about keeping ourselves so busy and kind of how you, how you've done all those different things and, and what they mean to you. Okay. 
right. Well, I'm very excited about my new live series, She Is Talking. There's going to be guests every week. We'll be discussing topics of confidence, self-love journeys, and overall how to become the best version of yourself. And I think it's going to be a really great way to connect with a bunch of different people and their various perspectives so that we can all grow together. Because you can read a million posts, but I think sitting down and talking about it is more effective and impactful, just like your podcast here. I think it's so important to talk about things and really just open up that conversation with different people and it spreads the spreads the love, basically. And you mentioned my latest release. Yeah, I'm in a band called Sincerely Yours. I started it with my band partner, John. We met freshman year of college and we became then writing and our latest one was another blonde and I'm wicked proud of this one because we have over 26,000 streams on Spotify alone and that is just a huge accomplishment for us and it was hey that's my favorite I've, one I've that contributed one has my heart. Streams, so. <laughs> so some, it's a good some sad hours oh <laughs> always always it's a good song though so I'll definitely have to attach the link to that uh with the podcast Thank you. I love that song. It's definitely close to my heart, mostly because I I write a lot of sad songs. That's just like how everyone has to have an outlet. And I feel like I'm pretty bubbly and I have to have an outlet somewhere. So the piano was where I cry. So <laughs> I wrote that one. And when I showed my partner, John, he I played it for him the first time and he pulled out his phone in the middle of it and I didn't even see it. And he started recording and goes, this is amazing. Okay. So we're going to go. And he started grabbing all the stuff from the hall and we went right to the studio. He's like, okay, so we're going to record it right now because I love it. I'm like, <laughs> react like that. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So that one's exciting. And yeah, I'm a campus captain for a hidden opponent. And I'm just so proud to be a part of this organization, the conversation and the community. Everyone is so supportive and it's just great to become a part of a community that really advocates for mental health because there really is such a stigma in athletics and that you have to be mentally tough and you have to be on your a game at all times and i think it's important that we sit down and have these conversations about how it's okay to not be okay and how you need a break and to have these fellow athletes and friends to just kind of back you up and I just think it's so important to be a part of this conversation because I struggle a lot with anxiety and depression myself. And if I overexercise too much, it really kicks in. And being a D2 athlete, there's a lot of exercise. So it's kind of a, all up in the air. And so that's why I love Hidden Opponent because it's a great organization, great community. And I love that we're advocating for mental health for athletes. It's really important. If you had... Like if you could just just give maybe some general advice to anybody struggling with negative body image or just kind of general mental health or physical health advice and kind of just what's on your mind. For health is not a size. Health is very personal and it's very specific to each person. So don't compare yourself to others. And when it all comes down to it, especially with body image and everyone's bodies are different and how they appear and how they work. And when it comes down to it, when you're talking to your friends and you're talking to your family, what do they say about you? They are never going to say, oh my gosh, Mads is such a good friend. Like, look at how skinny she is. 
No, that is not what they're talking about. They're talking about your heart. They're talking about how you're there for them. They're talking about how you're listening. They're talking about what you contribute to this world because you are so much more than your body. Your body is great. Your body is beautiful the way that it is because you were created that way. But that is the absolute least interesting thing about you. And that is important to remember. Yeah, I think I think that's a great little great little way to end things for us today. So I just want to give a huge thank you to Mads for coming on today, joining the podcast and helping us talk about a topic that is so important, especially in the last couple of years as social media becomes more prevalent and through COVID and body image issues. So yeah, super thankful. And don't forget, it's a good day to have a great day. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) 